Masechet Yevamot, Daf, Nun, Aleph. Today is all about Rabban Gamliel. We begin with two explanations for the opinion of Rabban Gamliel, first by Dava and then by Abaye, and then an expanded Baraita, all also uh, explaining Rabban Gamliel further. And then we'll end with five sages who agree that Ma'amad is very effective, the first of whom is Rabban Gamliel, and so by association we bring four more. All right, let's remember the context. Rabban Gamliel is the one that says, En get achar get, and en ma'amar achar ma'amar. That if you have, let's say, uh, two yavamot and um, one yavam, and yavam gives a get to one of them, and a get to the other, the second one is ineffective, and so he will be prohibited to the close relatives of the first one to whom he gives a get, but not to the second one. And similar, similarly with ma'amar. Uh, so what is the reason? What is his reasoning? Okay, we explained it actually uh, yesterday, assuming uh, this, but here Rava makes it explicit. Amar Rava, my ta'amad Rabban Gamliel. The reason is, get Rabban Gamliel has a doubt whether a get can sever the zika or it does not sever the zika and push, uh, push the yevama away. Uh, but either it's 100% effective or it's 0% effective. He's just not sure which one it is. Um, also, ma'amad, ikane ilakane. He's not sure if doing this this uh, betrothal, this kiddushin, uh, for ye, uh, before yibum, is that considered a full betrothal and it acquires the woman, actually, just like kiddushin creates a full marital bond, uh, so too this will create a full marital bond instead of yibum. This is, uh, this is fully effective, 100%, or maybe ma'amad is 0%. Okay, this is different from the other opinion that says this is a dirabanan, quasi, halfway, right? It's either all or nothing, according to him. He just doesn't know which one it is. Get. So the regarding the get, either it works 100% to separate them or it does nothing. Now, he does it, there's two, he does it twice, one to this woman, one to that woman. If regarding the first woman, uh, it separates her effective as chalitza, then that's it. The zika is broken and anything else that he does or anyone else does afterwards is not going to be valid. Just like if he did chalitza to one, then if he does chalitza to the second one, the second act will be null and void and he will be per- permitted to uh, the, her relatives. So too the second one, if they if get is effective, only the first one's effective, second one's not, there's nothing. And if you say that giving a get is worth zero, so giving a get to the first one is zero, and then giving to the get to the second one is also zero. Either way, the second get that's given is not going to know, have zero validity, because if the first one is effective, then that's it. You no need to, to separate, to break the zikat twice, once the zikah is broken for the first, is broken for all of the co-wives, and if get is nothing, then it's nothing also for the second one. Good. Ma'amad, let's explain the ma'amad one. Ikane ilakane. He's not sure if it affects a marital bond or not. If it affects a marital bond, that's it. There's no more zikah for any other co-wife. Ikamakane batra ma'ikavid. So if he does it with the first, then uh, that's it. He created a marital bond at, as if he did yibum, and that's it. There's no more zika to the co-wife. And so if he does ma'amar to the co-wife, it's like nothing. It's like uh, it's a, it's a, it has no, no effect. 
and if you say it's zero, then it's zero to the first, and it's also zero to the second. This is not yibum. This is just a, a made-up uh, ritual that has no effect on a yivama, and there will be zero for both. Good. So that explains the Bangam Liel. Okay, we explained uh, yesterday that according to the Bangam Liel, he does say he agrees with uh, that there is uh, get after Ma'amad, and there is Ma'amad after get. And this would explain this very well, because he's not sure about either one. And it could be that both work, both don't work, one works and not the other. So if he gives a get to one, well, maybe that works and breaks a zikah, and then anything to do after would, would matter. But maybe the get doesn't work, and then he gives a Ma'amad to the second one, and maybe the Ma'amad does work. And so he would be prohibited to the relatives of the second co-wife, to whom he gave Ma'amad, right? Or the other way around. Perhaps Ma'amad doesn't work, but get does work. And so he does Ma'amad to the first, and that's nothing. But the get to the second one can, maybe get in general does work, and then that would break the zikah, but that would be, he'd become prohibited to hers. Uh, so, yeah, if it's two of the same, then either they both work or both don't work. But if it's two different, one might and one not, and we don't know which order it is. So all that explains Abangam Liel. Fine. Uh, however, Abaye has something up his sleeve, another Braita, which he says, yeah, you're not going to be able to explain this. And if this Braita says, Good, that's the cases we just said. The Rabbah can explain those easily, as we just did. Uh, however, this Braita adds another two cases. And it says here, the Bangam Leil also agrees that if one did, you have to read this in the backwards order. He did Ma'amar, this one Yavam, let's say this three Yavamot. He does Ma'amar to one, Bi'ah to the second, and get to the third. Now, the Ma'amar to the first, uh, what does that affect? Either it's effective, and then the other one should be nothing, or it's not effective, and then the Bi'ah that he does second should be totally effective. Either way, the get at the end should be nothing. Why would Bangam Leil agree that this get is effective to make, uh, to make them prohibited? Uh, to relatives. Uh, also, the third, the last case, Ma'amad achar bi'av get. also you have to read this backwards, he does get first, and then bi'ah, and then ma'amad. So if he did the get first, either the get is nothing, and then bi'ah would uh, would uh, create ibum, and then the ma'amad after, is, is ma'amad to the third woman, doesn't do anything. Or, the get is something, and if the get is something, it breaks the zikah with the first co-wife, and therefore, bi'ah with the second co-wife is prohibited, but it doesn't uh, affect any uh, any uh, change in zika status for anyone. And Ma'amad also will be, to the third co-wife, will also be nothing because he gave the get first. Um, if he didn't get, and if the get is nothing, then the bi'ah with the second woman should be effective and create a marriage bond. And then all other zikas with other co-wives go away. And then the, either way, the Ma'amad at the end should be nothing. So... Uh, Bayez is going to say, Rava, you cannot explain these last two cases. Here, here, here's what he says, making explicit what we just said. is not sure, meaning it's zero or 100%, but he's not sure which one. Then let this bi'ah that he does second be like a starting bi'ah. Because, uh, you know, either the, ma, either the ma'amal that he did first or the get that he did first, either it works. And that will take care of the zika. Or if it doesn't work, then the bi'ah will be the first effective act that he does. And with, and everything after an initial bi'ah uh, is, has no effect. That was the rule. Um, 
And so let it be like an opening bi'ah, uh, which does affect uh, a marriage. Um, we saw in the Mishnah that rule that if bi'ah is done the first uh, to the first woman, the first thing that's done, then that makes a full marriage and there's no more zika to any of the co- other co-wives and therefore it doesn't matter what he does to the other co-wives, uh, they will not be, they will not affect any zika status for any of them. Okay, so Rabban Gamliel, uh, Rava cannot explain these last two clauses according to the Bangam Liel. So now we have the second explanation. Ela Amar Abaye. Actually, the Bangam Liel knows, he has no doubt, he knows 100% that Get does push away Yevama and the Ma'amar does acquire her. Except it's not a full pushing away or acquiring, it's only a partial one, right? So it's the difference, it's not zero or a hundred, it's definitely a partial status, it's definitely 25%, 30%, whatever you want to put, a uh, number you want to put to it. Mihu, Amur Rabbanan ha yevama behad sad mehani baget u behad sad mehani ba ma'amar. Here's the thing, whatever percent it does, whatever percent, let's say the ma'amar does, it, it uh, affects a zika for 25%, a get doesn't, uh, severs, but not necessarily the same 25%, right? Imagine that her zika has many parts, A, B, C, D, E, Right, so the um, if you do a get that will uh, sever part A of the zika, but if he does ma'amad afterwards, that will um, that will uh, strengthen, uh, acquire the part B of the zika. So these are different non-overlapping parts, and this would explain Rabban Gamliel get a get la if he gives a get to one woman and then it gets another get to the, another co-wife. So once he gives a get to the first one, so that part A, let's say, of the zika uh, is nullified for her and it also is pushed away for all of the co-wives because, right, they're all, um, you know, they're all equalized. Whatever you do to one has an effect on all the others. According to the Bangam Liel, the banana is going to disagree with precisely that point. Okay, so once he does a get and takes away part A of Zika for woman one, then he gives a get to the second co-wife. Well, that part A was already broken when he gave the get to part uh, to woman A, and therefore the second get has no effect on her, and that's why he would be permitted to the the close relatives of the second co-wife, right? Giving it to the first already pushed that part of it away. And similarly, similarly, if he does Kiddushin with co-wife number one, so now he fully acquired a marriage with part B of uh, this co-wife and therefore equally to the other co-wives. And when he gives Ma'amar again to the another Ma'amar to, to co-wife B, he that that has no added effect that was already done with co-wife one. And that's why doing the same action to two women, the second one has no effect. However, However, if one does uh, get and get to one and ma'amar to the other, so now he severed the part A of Zika with co-wife one, and then he acquired part B with the Ma'amad for co-wife two. So these are two separate acts 
acts that each need to be rectified uh, and each will create uh, prohibited relations with their close relatives and so to the other way around ma'amar to one and then uh, get to one and ma'amar to the second uh, or get ma'amar to one and get to the second okay one of them will push away some part of zika and one will acquire a different part of that zika and so now we explained uh, we explained Rabbanan's um, uh, uh, Rabban Gamliel's uh, opinion Good. Now, Now, those who disagree, the rabbis who disagree with Rabban Gamliel, and they say, Yesh get achar get, ve'yesh ma'amar acham ma'amar. What's their reasoning? Well, here it is. Kol had ve'chad takinu le'rabbanan get ma'amar bivama. So they would say, for each and every one of the yevamot, or each and every one of the, if there were many men and one woman, or each doing it, it's the same thing that each one of them has their own particular relationship. And therefore, uh, if the man does yibum, does, uh, does, uh, gives a get to one of them, that only dispels part A for that co-wife and not for the others. And so if he does give a get to the second one, then that will dispel the part A of the zikah for the second one. And that is a new thing for the second one. And so each um, subsequent get to each subsequent co-wife will have an effect. So that Sarabangamal does not equalize them all. And that would explain their opinion um, that, uh, right, kol chad vechad, for each one, they have get and ma'amar be'yevama. Good. Now, v'hai bi'a pesula adifa mi ma'amar ugri'a mi ma'amar. The definition of bi'a pesula is uh, bi'a done with a second co-wife after having done something with the first co-wife. So if he gives a get to the first co-wife, um, then that's it. He he already started a process with one. He's not allowed to do yibum with the second. Or if he does ma'amar uh, to the first, that's it. He's intending to do continue with the first, and he also is not allowed to do bi'a to do yibum with uh, the second one. So when he does bi'a with the second one, it's a it's an invalid bi'a. It's a lower level. It only does a partial yibum. Okay. So this bi'a uh, pistula is in some ways stronger than a ma'amad and some ways weaker than a ma'amad. The point is, uh, let's say, you know, we said get affects uh, part A of the zika, ma'amad part B, this bi'a pistula will uh, affect part C of the zika and does not overlap with ma'amad. Uh, so what's the point? What, why is he saying all this? All this is to explain those last two cases of that b'raita. If you remember, those were the last two cases, these last two cases that Rabbi said challenged Ravawas. He said, Ravah, you can't explain these cases. So now Baye himself has to explain them. And so it goes as follows. If you have a ma'amar to one, bi'at to the second, get to the third. So the ma'amar that he does at the, at the fir- to the first woman, that will affect a marriage to, the, to part B of the zikah. And then the bi'ah that comes after, because it's a bi'ah pisula, it only will acquire part C. But not a full, it doesn't fully acquire. And therefore, when he does, gives a get to the third one, that's going to sever part A of the zika. So you see, this is all, right? This person, Yevama, poor Yevama is all disjointed and all, she, oh, you have to resolve each of these three things. And yes, this third get, the get to the third one, because it does, it is somewhat effective. It will mean that the Yevam will be prohibited to even that third uh, woman's 
uh, uh, close relatives, right? So because they're all partial and each one is a different portion of the Zika, that's why all are effective. Um, okay, good. So here's how he just explains that further. Adifa mi ma'amad. Bi'a is in one way more effective than ma'amad because it doesn't totally overlap. Dil ma'amad achad ma'amad la mahane because if you did ma'amad once, the second ma'amad to the same woman or even to different women, this is according to the Bangam Liel where everything's equalized, uh, the second one will not do anything more. Vilu mahane but bi'a, bi'a pisula after ma'amad does, is effective because it's going to create a marriage bond to a, with a different part of the zika, and it's also giriami ma'amad. It also, in some ways, can do less than ma'amad. Di'ilu ma'amad achar get because if you have a get first and then a ma'amad, so the second ma'amad will take um, a portion of the leftover, whatever the get, whatever was left over from the get, if you get affected part A, then the ma'amad affects part B. A further ma'amad after that will have no effect because you already did ma'amad. Whereas if you do bi'ah after get and then ma'amad after, then that ma'amad will be effective because the bi'ah after the get did not take all the rest of the portion, the, in the, does not meaning not including the ma'amad part of it, and therefore uh, there's still room left over for the ma'amad to take effect. Uh, so the point is not that they are want, the point is that bi'ah is not any more effective. They're equally effective, but the problem is they're effective on different parts of the zika. And with this understanding, uh, we can now uh, fully explain all the sections of Rabban Gamliel. And so to summarize, uh, Rava explains Rabban Gamliel is saying he has a doubt whether the uh, get and ma'amad are zero uh, percent effective or hundred percent effective. Whereas Abaye explains that Rabban Gamliel says, "I know that they are somewhat effective, but." Each item is effective on a different part of the zika. Is only each each part each one is only partially effective, and uh, that can um, that that Abaya's theory can uh, better explain all of the cases in that Braita that he brought. All right, so now we're up to part B, which is explaining this uh, Braita. Uh, so what is this case that Rabban Gamliel would say that there's no get after a get? So case that we've been talking about when one Yavam with two co-wives He gives each one a get So according to Rabban Gamliel this, the get um, yes, may not be effective so you still have to do Halit uh, with uh, that first one, and will he will be forever prohib- prohibited to her relatives, uh, either because the get worked or somewhat worked, um, but either way, the chalitza definitely works. Um, okay, it would make sense to give chalitza, in fact, to the first one, since uh, she is going to already be prohibited uh, to, um, uh, to relatives, uh, so give chalitza. That is because uh, Rabban Gamliel says the get to the second one is ineffective, so the second one will should will, will remain permitted, and she can marry a kohen. So don't you know? Don't ruin the chances for the second 
uh, co-wife by giving her doing giving her chalitza. Right, better do chalitza with the first to take care of all that situ- all those situations. And then the Baraita continues. Uh, Samim disagree and say there is get after a get, and if he gives a get to one co-wife and then to the other, he is prohibited to both of them. Uh, and he has to give chalitza to one of them. For Chachamim, it doesn't really matter which one he gives a get uh, the chalitza to because he is already going to be prohibited to both of them uh, in, any, in any case. And all that applies equally if we change the case to uh, two men, two brothers who are Yevamim, who each give a get to one woman. Uh, then also uh, it would be the same. Both of those men would be prohibited to, both of the brothers would be prohibited to the Yevamah's close relatives, and uh, one of them would have to give Halitza. So let's give that, explain the, fully the case of Rabban Gamliel with Ma'amad. Two co-wives and one brother. And he does Ma'amad, this Kiddushin, with one and then to the other. So according to Rabban Gamliel, only the first one in Ma'amad is effective. The second one is not effective at all. Um, but, but the ma'amad, that ma'amad is not for sure or not full, fully a ma'amad, and therefore he has to give a get. The get will undo the ma'amad, and the zika may still be there, so he has to give a du chalitza to her, and then the, he will be prohibited to the first, the relatives of the first wife, uh, first co wife, and she will be prohibited to a kohen. But the second one, even though he did ma'amad, that ma'amad is totally not effective, and therefore he needs to do nothing. He needs to. He need not do anything for her. Hachamim say, if he did ma'amad to one and ma'amad to the second, both are somewhat effective. So therefore he has to undo both of them by giving both of them a get. And that will create a prohibition for him to be with either of their close relatives or her to be with either of his, either of them. Um, both of them to be prohibited to either of the Yavam's close relatives. And he has to give chalitza to one of the co-wives. Either one, once you give it to one, then that breaks the zika. When you break the zika with one, then it breaks the zika for all co-wives. And all this will also be true, not only with one man and two women, but also with two brothers who both do both do ma'amar to one yevama. Okay, so we didn't really nothing new there, just uh, expanding and explaining in detail each of the cases. We will now quote one part of that baraita and ask a question based on it to Shemuel. Amar mor, noten get lazo ve get lazo, Raban Gamaliel Omer, Holesterishona, Vasu Bikrovoteha, Mutar Bikrovot Shenia. That was the case according to Raban Gamaliel. When you give a get to uh, two co wives, then he has to do Halitza only to one of them, only to the first one that he gave a get to, and then he is permitted to the uh, relatives of the second. He does not have to give a do Halitza with the second one, because Halitza for one co wife uh, absolves all of them. All right, that is the that is the majority opinion. However, we did encounter once before the opinion of Shemuel. Lema tevet yubta di Shemuel damar Shemuel halas leba alat lo niftera sara. According to Shemuel, yes, in a regular case where there are many co-wives and all he does is do halitza to one, the rest of it can go free. But if there's a problem with that halitza, 
For example, the chalitza is after a get. So once it's after a get, the get already weakened the zikah, and therefore that chalitza is a weakened chalitza. So if he does uh, gives a get to one, and that get reduces the zikah to 80%, and now the chalitza comes and removes the rest of the 80% for that one, it will only remove 80%, I'm making up numbers, uh, for the other co-wife, and is not a full chalitza to the other co-wife, and you'd have to give chalitza also to the other. That was Shemuel's opinion. When we discussed Shemuel once before, we should have brought this baraita as a disproof against Shemuel. All right, so good question. Amad Shemuel, Shemuel could answer and say, Ki amri ana aliba de'amad yesh zikah, v'raban gamliel savad en zikah. Shemuel could simply say, I said that opinion according to the one who says yesh zikah, that whenever there is a, um, a connection that a responsibility of the Avam to do something with the Yavama, that Zika, the one who says Yishika says it's it's uh, powerful, it's like a full marriage. So if it's kind of like a full marriage, then if one get one of the chalitza that you do to one of them after a get is only a, a de- deficient chalitza, then you're going to need another chalitza to undo the other co-wife who has a, also herself a full Zika, which is equivalent to a full marriage. You can need something else. But could very well be that Rabban Gamliel says Enzika. He says that responsibility of the Yavam to Yavama is not an actual marriage now. It's just a theoretical potential uh, responsibility that he has to do. And therefore, because there's no Zika to either of them, uh, when he does the get and then Chalitza to one, yeah, that wipes clean the other one uh, for whom there was never a Zika in the first place. Good. So Shemuel can resolve himself. And it'll make uh, some sense to say that Rabban Gamliel says Enzika, since, according to him, uh, he says that a get may work. It might be 100%. And like, you know, we wondered, how could that be? According to Rava, at least, that meant that, uh, yeah, it could be 0 or 100% and really do it. So that would make more sense if Rabban Gamliel thinks that the Zika in the first place is a weak Zika. It's not really a full marriage. And therefore, yeah, Chalitza is for sure powerful, but even a get, uh, possibly, he has doubt, maybe 0%, but maybe it's even 100% could do that. So it does make some sense that Rabban Gamliel would say en Zika. And therefore, we follow up with another question. Well, since Rabban Gamliel, we just established, at least according to this answer of Shemuel, says Enzika, it would make sense for Rabbanan, they would say Yeshika. That is not a necessary conclusion, and we're going to reject it in just a couple of minutes. Um, but uh, this makes some sense that Rabbanan would say, you know, there is get after a get because there is a full zika. Um, and so therefore, you know, the first one to, he does to, to, to one woman does something, but then the second one also <coughs> that he gives to the second woman also will just do, do something because they both have full zika, so they have to be, he's going to be more machmir and require more things to get out of it. So it does make uh, some sense to correlate them. All right, based on that, uh, assumption, we have a question uh, based on Rabbanan to another, a similar opinion to that of Shemuel. The Baraita continued and said, the same law is true, the same machloket between Abagamlein and Chachamim is true. Uh, if there are two women and one man, <coughs> um, <coughs> sorry, two men and one woman, and each of the brothers 
gives her a get and then another get and then the other one also gives a get be the same law both of them would be prohibited to the relatives of the Yavama, according to Chachamim. In that case, where this case, according to Rabbanan, who say Yeshdika, they say that if uh, more than one Yavam gave <coughs> get to one one woman. They only one has to do chalitza. Only one has to do chalitza. Good. But uh, uh, in the name of Rav, not Shemuel, now this is Rav, said that if you have a chalitza pesula, and this is a chalitza pesula, this is a chalitza after a get, so that's a deficient chalitza, then it does not exempt the other brother. All the brothers have to give their another chalitza. So therefore, in this case, according to Rabbanan, yeah, even though <coughs> when both brothers give a get, even though one brother did chalitza afterwards, that's a deficient uh, chalitza, and they should require both. After all, there is a zika'ah, <coughs> so therefore there is a strong connection between the brother, all the brothers and the Yevama that would require full chalitza, and uh, any one deficient chalitza is not going to help the others. All right, so this is a good question. Amalach Rabah bar ben Rabanan ben Gamliel ben Rabban Gamliel ben Rabanan sabri en zika. says, no, you know what, really, your assumption that, oh, if Rabban Gamliel says no zika, must be Rabanan say yes zika, not necessarily. Maybe both of these Tanaim hold that there is no zika, and therefore it's easier to remove this uh, this uh, zika that's not a full zika that's not like marriage. It's only a potential. It's only a responsibility, and so you don't have to do much to do it to to uh, remove it. And therefore, according to the banan, also even giving a get uh, even a chalitza pesula by given by one brother will take care of the responsibility for all the all the brothers um so so they agree both uh both agree that there's no zika they're arguing about other things about what is the status of get after get and which we already explained in a couple of different ways but that machloket has nothing to do with the yes zika or enzika both of them agree that enzika all right, good. So we resolved that question too. And one last uh, uh, snippet from that baraita. Amar mor asam amar bazo uma amar bazo. Rabban Gamliel Omer noten get la rishona vecholes la basub bekraboteha umuta bekrabot shenia. According to Rabban Gamliel, once again, uh, if you give one yavam gives ma does ma'amar to two co-wives. So according to Rabban Gamliel and ma'amar achar ma'amar, and therefore he has to give a get only to the first one. Um, uh, on that one uh, may may be effective and has to do chalitza with her. So get to undo the ma'amar and chalitza to undo the full zika and he's prohibited to the to the relative of the first one but the second wife the second co-wife uh, nothing the mama that second ma'amad has no validity good that's what abang amlil said now here's the question Bem. So, so since Rabban Gamliel says that the second Ma'amad is nothing, so at that point he gives Ma'amad to the first, Ma'amad to the second, Ma'amad to the second while co-wife is nothing. So right now really he just gave Ma'amad to the first. So why are you saying that he has to give a get and Chalitza and prohibited? 
Why not? Alternatively, simpler, more simply, he can do yibum with the first with, with the first one, and that would be full mitzvah. He did ma'amad, he does yibum. The fact that he did ma'amad with the second one is totally uh, ineffective. So why didn't he say that? And the answer is read and write. Really, he could, but we make a gezerah dil ma'ateli abume We make a gezerah because if you think you could do yibum uh, with the first, then you say, oh, see, I did ma'amad, and I did yibum. Maybe I could also do it with the second co-wife. See, I did ma'amad with her so you know what i'll be out with her and therefore also do do boom with the second uh, and so it won't be clear that that second ma'amad is nothing people will think it's something and then he could he could be married to two in order to avoid that confusion make his gezera you know what just give a get and haditza to the first and um and uh, that will be uh, uh the uh, final uh ending of that relationship and will not come to any further conclusion all right, very good. And so now we get to the third part of the suga today, which is we're going to enumerate five sages who agree that Ma'amad is in fact very effective, is a very strong uh, connection. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabban Gamliel, U Bet Shemai, Rabbi Shimon, U Ben Azai, Rabbi Nechemia, Good. So all these five sages think that Ma'amad is it actually not, doesn't make a full marriage. That they they don't say that. But the point is that the uh, the Ma'amad does affect a very strong connection, a uh, very strong, almost like a marriage. Rabban Gamliel had Amaran. Rabban Gamliel explains that. Uh, the first ma'amad uh, may very well be fully effective, 100%, at least according to Dava's interpretation, and therefore the second one, the second ma'amad is zero. So you see, Rabban Gamliel gives a lot of weight to that first ma'amad so much that it makes a full connection with the first co-wife, and then the anything that's done after that to the second co-wife is ineffective. Good. So now we see that Bangam Liel fits into this category of Ma'amad is like a Kenyan Gamur. Um, Bet Shammai is the second one. Ditnan. You have three brothers. Two of the brothers are married to two sisters and one is married or one is uh, single. Met Echad Mibale Achayot. One of the brothers is married to one of the sisters. Uh, dies. And the one that's single does a ma'amad to that yevama. And then, before he does anything else, and he, you know, following up with the bi'a or anything, and then the other brother dies. And so now you have two sisters falling as yevamot to the single guy who he, who did do ma'amad to one of them. So what do we say in that case? Let's uh, visualize it. Uh, we have three brothers married to two sisters. Shimon dies first, leaving Le'az Yevama. And Levi says, okay, no no problem, I'll do Ma'amad first. And then in the meantime, after he does Ma'amad, Uven dies, and now you have Rachel. So one could analyze this and say, well, these are two sisters now, and the sisters will prohibit each other as achot zikukato. And this is achot zikukato, and she is also achot zikukato. So therefore, he has to um, he has to do chalitza for uh, to one uh, to one of them. He can't do biyat to either of them. Uh, and this ma'amad, well, if if you say ma'amad is weak, then this ma'amad will not help out any. But bet shemai does not say that. Bet shemai that we says we consider this ma'amad to be like a full marriage, such that. He can go ahead and continue with Leah and do Biaf, have full Yibum with her, and Rachel can go free. We do not consider Leah to be 
No, he's fully married to Leah. Rachel is a full erva, as his like his wife's sister, and therefore she can go free without anything. Uh, that's Bet Shemai says. Bet Shemai Omerim Ishto Imo. That one he did Ma'amad is like his wife. His wife is with him. And the other one, that whose husband died second, can go free because she is a Chotisha. So there you go. Bet Shemai considers a Ma'amad to be as strong as a marriage. Good. Third one. Rabbi Shimon Detanya. Okay, we're in the middle of a conversation here. This is a Braita that's following up on a case in a Mishnah. Uh, Mishnah is a case of a nine-year-old, or between nine and thirteen, uh, to whom uh, Yevama falls. Now, what is the status of a nine-year-old? Uh, anyone, a, a child less than nine, cannot do bi'ah at all. Uh, whatever they do is not considered bi'ah. But from nine to thirteen, they, although they're not responsible for misvot, they cannot make a, a regular marriage. Um, nevertheless, if they do bi'ah, that is considered a sexual act. So, for example, if um, a nine, ten-year-old had commits adultery with a woman consensually, then she will be uh, that is considered an act, and therefore she will get the death penalty. Um, and he, the boy, will not because he's less than thirteen, so he's not responsible. Uh, nevertheless, you see, it is considered an act. Okay, so now the question is. What about if he does perform zibum? What if, in fact, there's two uh, 9, 10, 11 year, year old brothers who are both uh, brothers whose other older brother died without children, and so and they both try to do yibum? What will be the status of that of that yibum? So, um, so here, the be uh, uh, so here's what he says. The be Shimon says to Chachamim, "Im biat rishon biah, biat sheni ena biah. Im biat rishon ena biah, biat sheni name ena biah." Be Shimon says, "This is a simple uh, solution. Uh, if the first biah is considered a biah, we do consider it ibum. In other words, even though uh, someone less than thirteen cannot do marriage." Maybe he can do yibum. We're going to see a general principle is that the bi'ah of a nine-year-old is like ma'amar. That's how it's going to be related. Okay, so if he says, if if the bi'ah of the first one is bi'ah, and then therefore is yibum, so then, good, the first minor brother did yibum, and that's it. He fulfilled, he, they're married, and the second one doesn't matter what he does. The second brother who does bi'ah sheni, and not bi'ah, that's not bi'ah, it's prohibited. For her, um, but she may get punished if she didn't if she do it on purpose. But uh, that's it. She bring a kaban chatat. So, but it doesn't affect the zika. In biat and if the first one is not, then biat sheni Then the second one also will not be any problem. So we see that Abishimon is not sure if this bi'ah is considered something or nothing. And if it's nothing, then it's nothing. And then uh, when they grow up, then they can uh, do, then they can figure it out. Um, uh, or one can do ma'amar now and so on. But if, uh, if in fact, the bi'ah is like a ma'amar, that's in the first clause, if the bi'ah is something and is like a ma'amar, then it is effective. The first one he does is effective to the extent that they are Fully married, and the second one is nothing. So here, you see here, v'habiat ben tesha tikemamar shaviyah rabanan v'kamar bishimon enabiyah. So in general, we say biyah of a nine-year-old is like a ma'amar, and bishimon said in the first case that the 
Bi'ah of the second brother is not Bi'ah. Why? Because the Bi'ah of the first one is like a Ma'amad and is fully married, and the second one, therefore, can go free, has no zikah. The fact that he does, does bi'ah is prohibited, but has no effect on the zikah. So you see here that by the comparing ma'amah to bi'ah of a nine-year-old, he had a bunch of bishimon also says that ma'amad make creates a full marriage. Okay, and fourth sage, ben azai de tanya. Unlike all the opinions we've seen so far that say it's the same thing, it doesn't matter if there's two men and one woman or two women and one man, Ben Azai does make a distinction. And he says that there is ma'amad achar ma'amad when there's two yevamin. Uh, reason seems to be that when there are two yivam, two men, uh, there are two brothers that can do yibum, it's not really clear who, which one is doing the yibum. And so when one does ma'amad, then the other one does ma'amad, each one is kind of half because uh, they're sharing that responsibility. There's no, we're not clear who has the full zikah. They each have had a half a zikah, each doing half of a ma'amar, and therefore both of them will require, to, to, has to have to give a get, and both of them will be prohibited to her uh, relatives. Uh, that's, yes, they say that. However, in the opposite case, uh, where it's two, one yavam, one man, uh, give doing ma'amar with one woman, and then with the second woman, there, Ben Azai says, en once he does the ma'amad with the first one, he's the only man around, and so he has the full force of a yavam, and he does that ma'amad, that's it. That affects a marriage, and therefore, whatever he does with the second is meaningless. Uh, and so there you go. He uh, also says, uh, according to Ben Azai, we can prove that. He also says, ma'amad is a powerful uh, step. And lastly, Rabbi Nechemiah Ditnan, Rabbi Nechemiah Omer, Rabbi Nechemiah in our, in our Mishnah, our opening Mishnah said, Achat Bila Vachat Chalitza Ben Betchila Ben Bemsa Ben Basof, En Achareha Kilum. He argued with Tanakama. Tanakama said that Chalitza, no, no matter where it falls, anytime you do Chalitza, it is the final end, and no one needs to do anything else after Chalitza. But according to Tanakama, Bi'ah, uh, if it's a Bi'ah comes after a get, it's a weakened Bi'ah, and that Bi'ah will not fully uh, commit them, and you may still have to do some other things after that Bi'ah. Rabbi Nechamiyah disagreed and said, Bi'ah, like Chalitza, doesn't matter if it happens first, second, third, beginning or end, that Bi'ah creates a full uh, full marriage bond, and uh, will nothing, you, no one will need to do any anything else after that. Okay, Vehabi'ah Pesula. Now, in general, the rabbis declared that a bi'ah pesula, a deficient bi'ah, one that comes after a get, um, is 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 not as strong. And therefore, how strong is it? Well, it's like a ma'amar. And yet, according to Rabbi Nechemiah, even if it comes after uh, other things were done, nevertheless. Uh, that bi'ah is like a full bi'ah, meaning they don't really hold of anything of a bi'ah pisula, and yet it's like a ma'amad, so just like a bi'ah, 
can undo anything before and create a full marriage, so too, since we have always compared to Ma'amar, so therefore Ma'amar also can create a full marriage. And there you go, according to Rebbe Nechemiah, he is the, the final, the fifth and final opinion that says that a Ma'amar is not some, some uh, kind of just quasi Rabbanan something, but really can have uh, the effect of a full marriage. Baruch Adonai Amen Ve